Welcome back to the Boats and Does podcast. I'm Brandon. I'm Tyler. And I'm Ben. Ben. What's up? Today's all about you, brother. Oh, no. Um, this is this is the, the episode of getting to know Ben. <laughs> this, is how, this is the episode y'all find out I'm really not that great at hunting. Yeah. That's or fishing. <laughs> hey, man. That's fine. I'll Did you catch you fish today? <laughs> I mean, do suckers really count, though? No. Nope. Mm. You did catch me with a uh, a fish today in the neck. Yeah. You I'd, took my advice and started throwing them. <laughs> yeah. I started throwing red horse suckers at Ben today. <laughs> You're stealing my move. So I guess to start out, like, basically, like, my thought for doing some, I guess, kind of background on us is, like, so people get to know us a little better. Like, they listen to us every week. Why not? Why shouldn't they have a like a profile on each of us kind of right like nick does a profile on gun dog yourself okay and he does profiles of like different bird dog dudes and it's some of his like he was telling me he gets a lot of traction on those because he drops them on thursday as like a bonus episode Mm -hmm. so i figured like let's do one about us since some of these people don't know us so well it'd be nice to give them some background on what we're about other than just what they've heard us talk about yeah, so um, I guess to start out with, Ben, how did how did you meet the Boats and Does, the the group of us that eventually turned into Boats and Does? <laughs> um, I was at a wedding, which I think is also how Tyler met you. Uh, um, no, but close enough. Okay. Similar similar story. <laughs> yeah. It's for the next one. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll save that one for next one. Um, we were both at a wedding. And we started talking about fishing, fly fishing, and it was just all downhill from there. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody at that wedding was like pushing the two of us to be butt buddies. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. They were like, "Oh, Brandon fishes. Oh, Ben fishes. Yeah, Ben needs friends. Brandon needs friends." And <laughs> yes, you know, yeah. it kind of took off from there. Uh, yeah, we talked about fishing, hunting, uh, Tahoe. You had just gotten rid of your Tahoe. Yeah, I miss that thing. Uh, I miss mine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, no, you don't. Uh, yeah, I, I missed it when it was working. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think the next weekend we went striper fishing down on... Um, on Murray with Murray. Andrew and Tyler. Yep. Yeah, that was a good time. That and cheeseburger was banging. Huh? That cheeseburger was banging. That cheeseburger banging. was awesome. <laughs> it was the best part of the day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, that's where I met Tyler. Yeah, yeah. So it's been it's been a... I can't remember the first time we hung out at the house though. Like, I think we were, we're probably were, in the, we were working on the jet boat. Jet boat. Yeah. We killed it Where on the we? jet boat for months, dude. Yeah, I guess so. Huh? Yeah, yeah. We, we we did everything and we used it like what three times. Dude, I just didn't. I I probably took that <laughs> boat to the river maybe six times. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, uh, this isn't for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, we had some of the best nights and 3 a.m. Waffle House visits. Yeah. Ever. After you know. after working on that boat. That was fun. Yeah. So, Tyler? So, who was your biggest influence into the outdoors? Uh, it was my uncle. Um it's kind of me, my my mom and my uncle. Uh, my mom was a park ranger, uh, so when we were kids. I mean, my dad loved to camp too, but he wasn't like outdoors uh, outdoorsman in the sense like he wanted to do it every weekend. He would go do it, but um, 
it wasn't like his his hobby. Um, so getting into the outdoors was my mom. We would go camping. Uh, we had a little pop-up camper. So that was just the way to take. I have. love a pop-up. It was fun, man. It was like a little Apache. Yeah. Can't um, beat them. Yep. They're cheap. They're easy to pull. Yep. You can stack kayaks on top of them if you want to. Like they mm-hmm. are bad to the bone. Yep. It was, it was fantastic. We had a great time. So we would just go out there and then mom would teach us how to cook and everything over the campfire. Had all kind of great recipes. So that's how I really started getting outside. And then where I lived was a, a farm of like 500 acres. So I would just run those woods all the time uh, and just spend most of my time outside in those woods. And that's where I fell in love with being outside and uh, doing all that. And then my uncle, he he uh, lived with us for a little while and he would take us on nature walks. So we would walk through the woods and he'd point out like, all right, this is a deer scrape. This is what they're doing. He'd point out different kinds of scat and like, all right, this is what this is. Was he scouting? Yeah. He was definitely scouting. Yeah. He just, he took you to to be a good uncle, but he was, yeah, he was using some ulterior motive. He showed them what to find so that when they were off in the woods playing, they'd be like, look at this giant scrape we found. Yeah. Yeah. I remember one time we were, so this farm was huge and I, I don't know if there was like people that weren't supposed to be there or what, but we would take, uh, dad would take us around to his pickup truck. Right. At night, like right at dusk. <laughs> so we pulled up one time into the field, one of the big hay fields they had out there. And somebody had a decoy out there. <laughs> we were driving around and dad had the lights on. He's like, look at that. And we had like high beam. <laughs> like they had a deer later. decoy out there. Yeah, like a doe. Was it was it like the green jeans, Mister Mister Game Warden? No, if some guy hunting because he was up in a tree stand at, he, at night. It was right at dusk, oh, man. He, oh, it's okay. So he'd been there a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So out of nowhere, like he was quiet for a minute, and then out of nowhere he was like cussing up a storm, waving his arms up at the tree stand. He was trying to get down on that tree stand so quickly, <laughs> but he shouldn't have been up there anyways. Right. Cause he was like right at dark, but, um, and then the first time, I mean, I fished growing up, we had, there was a, there was a pond down there and we would go down there. I would go down there every day in the summertime and, and just bass fish or brim fish or whatever. And, Kind of got into fishing that way, catfished, all that stuff. And then hunting, the first time I went hunting, um, I was like, I don't know, 14, 15 years old with my mm-hmm. other uncle down in Georgia. Didn't see anything. And then I didn't go again until I was probably 22, something like that. How old were you when you killed your first deer? How what? How old were you when you killed your first deer? Like 22, 23. Hmm. So I've, that's where I don't, I'm not very versed in the hunting world. Right. But I loved, I, I like getting out there. I've only killed one deer. <laughs> um, but it was with a rifle and I've been bow hunting ever since. Right. So, you know, I've had, I've shot at a few deer with a bow, but haven't brought one down yet. Mm. You have so, that. We've all been there. Yep. So I'm going to get it back out. I want to get it. I want to get one with a bow. Yeah. Um, and like, I don't own a rifle or anything either. So that makes it a little difficult. We got enough to go around. Yeah. We'll get out there. 
The so I want to jump back a little bit. You were talking about your mom teaching you how to cook over a campfire. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite hobo bag meal? Like aluminum foil bag meal. Uh, if you take an apple uh-huh. and you core it, uh-huh. and put butter and cinnamon and sugar in there. Oh yeah, and wrap it up and put it down this coals. Oh man, yeah. talking about something. I good. knew there would be one. Yep. See, mine's like yours? mine's like the steak potato, like cheesy. Yeah. You know, just the mash or the yep. hamburger meat mash. Just anything with meat and potatoes in it. Like I'm game. Oh yeah. One of my other favorites is uh, like if you're. If I ever go backcountry fishing, like where you're backpacking in, yeah. I always bring lemons with me. Yeah, I know. A little bit yep. of bu- little pat of butter up in there. Butter, lemon, a little bit of Italian pepper. seasoning. Oh man, that's so good. Right that's up one inside of, my of a trout. That's the only time I'll eat a trout. That's the only time I'll ever eat a trout. What are your thoughts on like, like why do you think that you enjoy being in the outdoors? I like it it just like centers centers you you know what i mean like you're i like turning my phone off and going into the woods right it makes it makes the rest of the world like close out is what you're saying yep you feel small which is a good feeling to have right it's it's unpredictable you never know what you're gonna get (laughs) like a box of chocolates yeah that's true we went to we went to a place today that i thought i was like man this one's usually in my pocket for a bad day and mm-hmm. it didn't do sh- squat today. Nope. <laughs> I don't know. That was, that was weird today. I don't know. I don't know why I had two fish weren't. nip at a dry fly and didn't eat it. Yeah. I had a couple of bites, but nothing really took. Yeah. Strange. Um, and then fly fishing, I really got into, I guess I was I guess same age, 23, 24, right after college. Started going with my uncle, learning how to do it. He would uh, smack me in the back of the head every time I messed up. So I learned pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how to have good form, keep your line off the water and all that. And I just, I was going every single weekend for like three years. And I've, I've slowed down considerably since then, but it's it's my favorite thing to do. I think everyone that like gets into fly fishing and like gets into it like yep. there's a trout bump stage yep there is it's just like climbing like everybody has that like i climb all the time stage if you get into rock climbing mm-hmm. i hope to get back to that to like retirement <laughs> like, yeah hey when i don't have to work i'm about there every day can't beat that no nah, that'd be great that'd be great what so, are the questions all right what trying to think of how to word this Uh-oh. um i see your little brain working real hard over there bud my ears are about smells, to start stinging. <laughs> there's some steam coming out <laughs> um what when you when you first started fly fishing what really like set the hook on you nice wording yeah that was punny tyler <laughs> hey i'm just saying that the steam was so like I enjoy catfishing if I'm drunk. <laughs> like I go I go drinking and then I throw a line in. Okay. Like I always fish from a dock for catfishing or whatever, and it's just kind of boring to me. Um, and sitting on, sitting there with the, a line in the water is just absolutely boring to me. Okay. But trout fishing, fly fishing, it's a, 
uh, I've heard it called a, uh, like a walking meditation kind of thing. Cause you're, you're like active, but you're not really thinking about it as you do it. Right. So that's, that's what I, I enjoy about it is you're, you're hunting for fish basically. And you know where they're going to be at. You're walking upstream. Mm-hmm. You're active. You're moving around. It that's that's what I love about it. So you're not just static. You're you're uh, reading new water. Yep. You know, and uh, you you kind of have an idea where the fish are going to be at, and when they you know it's there, and they come up and hit it. Uh, that's just such a great feeling. Yeah. And it's not even about like the size of the trout for me because I mean I'll catch fingerlings all day and uh, it's it's just as exciting as pulling in a, a bigger fish yeah now god I had one on the, on the tip of my tongue and I just lost it what is your favorite hunting movie and fishing movie okay Fishing movie. Y'all should know this one. A river we do. runs through it. <laughs> yeah. A river runs through it. Uh, yeah, that's that's a good one. Jaws is also a good fishing movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need a bigger boat. Yeah, yeah exactly. How, um, how many times have we said that? <laughs> a lot. Uh, hunting movie. Uh, I, I can't think of very many hunting movies. I mean, I can think of some like, you know, hunting. I like Shooter. That was a good movie. <laughs> I mean, I guess technically that could it's be. It's hunting. Yeah, technically. It's just for humans. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> this podcast just went downhill. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was trying to think of some other ones. Oh, Red Fern Grows. That was like one of my favorites as a kid. You know, I haven't seen the movie. Really? Nope. I mean, the it's inter- it's 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 pretty good. I've read the book. Don't look at me like that. The book's way better. The book Personally. and the movie. I think there's one there's one thing that I've read about that the movie did differently. Yeah. Than the book, and I yep. don't necessarily. I think it kind of paints him in a bad light. Yeah. And like after listening to uh, Clay Newcomb. Yep. Go through all that stuff. I told you about that. Did you listen to it? I listened to it and then I listened to the audiobook for Yeah, so like that major difference of tripping him mm-hmm. or him just falling. Mm-hmm. Like that changes that Everything. whole character. Yep. That paints him in such a bad light. Yep. And if he like is if it's a personal inflection, I don't know. I I just I don't know that I'll ever watch the movie now that I know that exists. It's good, but I mean, it's like one of those older movies, so it's like kind of over the like top. Like Old Yeller? Yeah. It's exactly like Old Yeller, except yeah. it's exactly like Old Yeller. <laughs> I mean, the acting style and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's like everything's way over the top. It's a kid actor. Yeah. It's just going to be over the top like that. Yeah, no, I mean. Yeah. Um. So that, that was one of my favorites as a kid. And then Fox and the Hound. Yeah. That was another good one. What is something like in your outdoors lifestyle that you want to get more into that you're maybe not into now? Uh, I mean, really, I want to get more into hunting just because I haven't done a lot of it. Right. Um, 
and you know deer is cool but i really enjoy the bird hunting i've always i've always enjoyed like clay pigeon shooting and oh, all that stuff we've like, ruined him i know i'm like i'm gonna get a gsp <laughs> <laughs> listen ben just because you want to take a gsp to the bars doesn't mean you need a bird dog hey man <laughs> i'm hunting yeah <laughs> it's, it's the weirdest thing yeah it is it's the strangest thing um, but yeah, bird hunting is awesome. And then I would love to do like a, uh, a stalk and shoot type hunt. Like Western. Yeah. Western big game. That would be super awesome. Do you have a do. preference on like what state or region? No, I mean, an elk would be cool to kill. And I, I think a, uh, a bighorn ram would be really cool to Good get. Good luck getting a tag. Yeah, I know. But Better start applying still, now. You might have one before yeah, you're dead. I'm dead. Yeah. You're going to be on your deathbed and get your tag pulled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fly gonna, me out there, boys. <laughs> you're going to be asking that nurse if she can roll you up in yeah. the hills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, but if there's a way to go, it's at like, you know, 12,000 hey, feet I've elevation. Always, I've, always said, yeah, I've always said, like, if I'm, if I'm going to go, like, I want to punch a grizzly bear in the nose and, like, just go out with my boots on you. <laughs> like, Ben was fighting over a fish with a grizzly bear. He didn't win, but... Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty good way to go out. I think. Have you seen that? Have you seen that meme on Facebook going around? It's like what to do if you're attacked by a grizzly bear, and it's like, it's like oh, all the these suplex. It's all these jujitsu moves yeah. that they're talking <laughs> you through, and then at the bottom, in very small print, it's like you realize you're never going to make it past step two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll be dead by step two. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. No. That. That's. Uh, yeah. Be a way to go for sure. Number one dream hunt, like I mean, anywhere elk. in the world. Hunt or fish? Like, can we do? Can we do both? All right, so we'll t- dream we'll, trip. Yeah, we do a hunting one. Do a fishing one. All right, I want to go to Patagonia, Patagucci, and fish uh, for trout down there. It just looks incredible. It's like your, or, or no, sorry, New Zealand. Have you ever watched that YouTube video? River Run Browns? Yep. Or uh, Ocean Run Browns? Mm-hmm. Toads. Toads. It's like. And like, it's like you're fly fishing in Middle Earth. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would just be so distracted by looking around. Yeah, it's nuts. It'd be, it'd be pretty cool. Um, I was talking to a guy a couple weeks ago, and him and his brothers are were going to Argentina and they were going to trout fish and uh, bird hunt. The old, that would be pretty the, cool. The old cast and blast. Mm-hmm. Cast and blast would be pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, I mean, my, my bow skills are nowhere on the level, but getting an elk with a bow would be insane. I mean, it can be done with minimal skill if you have enough money. Well, <laughs> I don't have that either. <laughs> you either have to have... It's money, time, and skill. You have to have two. Right. So I'm SOL for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> Quite a while. We'll start practicing. <laughs> yeah. We'll figure it out. <laughs> yep. Speaking of which, um, Boats and Does is going to drop some hats, you know? Yeah. Tyler. Ben. Tyler. Brandon. So we're going to post up on our Facebook page and our Instagram like a pre-order. Um. Once we get a quote back, we'll drop a price and 
a preview of the hat and if you want one get on there let us know we'll put you on the pre-order list and you'll be the first one to have a boats and does outdoors first edition yeah first edition does outdoors hat i mean and if you want it signed like (laughs) i'll be more than glad to put my ugly signature on your hat nobody wants that though tyler what would your signature look like on a hat we should have a, a, a laid in the, the hat, like oh, like our names on the back of them. <laughs> yeah. See who sells the most hats. Yeah. Or we could just sell hats. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that too. <laughs> just trying to make a competition. I think that whoever sells the most hats, the other two have to like either cover a bar tab or have to like buy a, like the nicest steak from Saltwater Market. I'll take the steak. Hurry, you a bar tab still? <laughs> you never bet bar tabs. No, I would. I would <laughs> like purposefully steak steak price is pretty set. If I if I were to win somebody like a bar tab for a night, I would purposefully give myself alcohol poisoning yeah. just to make a point. Yeah, yeah. Like just to twist the knife. You got Goldschlager. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, we drink a McAllen, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thirty year. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh. You got any pappy behind the bar? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hope you got a big credit line. <laughs> I bet I could like if we ever made it big, like money wise. I'm not talking about from this because I don't think this will ever put us in the pappy range. But like, if we ever made it to where we were all. You got to believe, Brandon. Oh, I mean, it's possible, but like, <laughs> I think like if we ever made it to the Pappy range of life where we could just go buy a bottle of Pappy and not think twice about it and drink it. I'd still be drinking Natty Light. Yeah, no, I understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. but you're telling Natty me that like if life. we bet bar tabs, you wouldn't go like twist the knife as hard as you could and drink like some Pappy 20 year or something. It's like a $5,000, $7,000 bottle of bourbon. I'm not that much of an I'm, asshole. I'm gonna be drinking Natty Light. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's why I said. I'm keeping it true to the redneck roots, <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Jack Daniels and Natty Light. I'll tell you what. If if I ever if I ever lose a bar tab to Tyler, I'm taking him to the little bar in Belmont that does Tuesday Natties, and I'm taking him on Tuesday where it's dollar fifty. That man won't be able to drink me past the sixty dollar tab. <laughs> I mean, he might get there past 60, but it ain't going to go over 100. he's got to work on Wednesday. <laughs> uh, I got some PTO saved up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Call out sick the next day. All right, so you told me uh, you want to do an elk trip mm-hmm. and you want to do Patagonia. Yep. Dude. Or New Zealand. New one. Zealand, yeah, yeah. yeah. So is there any is there any piece of gear you feel like you're missing? To, to accomplish any of your near goals. A rifle would be helpful. Right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we'll get into that in a podcast later. Yeah. Uh, I, that's something I, I do want to get. I haven't had... Well, I have a shotgun, but, like, it's pretty versatile. Yeah. But, I mean, that's why I kind of went to bow hunting. It's because I have one. My uncle gave me one. And it's just easy to get there but a rifle would be we cool to have it, I think it's a little bit more sporting to use a bow but 
you know, it's effective to use a rifle. Um, this, this client or the tree stands that y'all have like the, the harnesses. Yeah. You want to saddle up or well, the sticks, what y'all, y'all were talking about. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. The mobile hunting. Yep. Yep. So he wants to get mobile and he Mm -hmm. wants to get a gun. Yep. Any fly gear you want? I really want the foot tractors. Foot, seen this the foot tractors danner boots and patagonia made it oh yeah i did hear about you that buy them and it's like 800 dollars for a pair of boots but they're guaranteed for life and they will replace them which if you think about it how many pairs of wading boots have you bought in your life i've never owned a pair of wading boots really i've always just repurposed beat up old hiking boots huh like today i was wearing a pair of our setter hunting boots but okay. we were wet wading you know what i mean yeah. so like no big yeah. deal I've probably bought three pairs of wedding boots. So that right there is what? Yeah. 150 bucks a pop, $450. Yep. Getting up there. Yep. Um, I also, I really wanted a, uh, to build a rod uh, with Andrew. All right. And just have it fully customized the way I want it. Yeah, with I'll tell blank, you. The, the blank that I want, all that. Did you did you play with? I didn't let you, I didn't even offer. Nah, you're more than welcome to. I, All right, you should have grabbed it. Um, no, that rod is money. Yeah, and I spent like, like I went as Gucci as I wanted to go. Right, right, right. Like I got a North Fork Composites blank. They always mm-hmm. have sales though, so like I got it on sale. Um, shipping's not much on a fly rod because it's four pieces. Yep. I mean, even a two piece rod is still only like four foot is a super easy to ship so they don't beat you up on shipping like they do with everything else and then i splurged on the reel and the line because I'd, n- I'd never bought a good fly line i'd never bought a good fly reel yep and i don't know man there's something to be said about like like some sort of experience that Sorry about that, guys. We uh, we had a carbon monoxide alarm going off. No big deal. Um, but what I was trying to say was there's, some, sleepy. there's something that, you know, it's like I'm proud of that rod. Yeah. Because I personally, like, laid everything out. I picked the guides and, you know, I didn't build it per se because I, right. I've built enough rods working for the tackle shop that I – I just let Andrew do it because he, he's he's good at it and he does it yeah. right and whatever. I don't need to do all that. But like, I'm proud of it. Yeah. And like, even Tyler picked it up and he was like, is this that rod? And I'm like, yeah. Because, you know, I've talked about it a bunch. Right. Because it's like probably the nicest rod in my collection. Yeah. And he's like, man, this thing is sick. And I'm like, you know, it just makes me feel kind of bubbly. Right. <laughs> like, it's like going on a first date and a girl telling you you're cute. It's like, it makes you feel good. So I yeah. think you should definitely put that <laughs> on your list of things to do. Absolutely. Uh, I built one for my sister, like her first. That one was ride. cool. That was, uh, I thought it was, it was awesome. She it used was, it. Yet. It was great, great experience. No, we haven't even taken the plastic off the cork yet. We can't do that until we catch a fish. So I got to take her fishing. Jeez. But, um, don't take her where that's we one went of the other things. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> some of the other things that I really like about fly fishing is introducing other people to it. 
and and teaching them and teaching the technique. Like I don't slap people in the back of the head, but <laughs> like, hey, how can I put this into words that you're going to understand? Uh, and just think of different same motions that you're using. Like my favorite is uh, the tennis ball launcher for dogs. Yeah, yeah. It's the exact same motion that you're using. Absolutely. Fly fishing. Yeah. Um, I'm not good at teaching people to fly fish. And I hold my own pretty well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he does all right, but there's like things he does, like as far as form, because yeah. I didn't start focusing on form until recently. Right. And like, I'm not like, whereas I can take you bass fishing yeah, and I can literally like give you every pointer in the book on how to do something. Right. Well, I used to be able to, but like, like I could guide in that world. Mm-hmm. Like in this world, I'm not as well versed like as you are at like being able to teach that. Right. But that's what's interesting about like, once you really get into something, you're the the one thing that you do, you know what I mean? Like you, you were bass fishing for a long time and that was your thing. And uh, that's where you put your hours and your time in. But I think it's just the skills that you just pick up from doing it so much and learning from somebody good. Well, I it's think still it's luck, but <laughs> it's also easier to teach somebody something that you're like super passionate about. Right. Absolutely. Yep. Because you're like trying to teach that passion instead of just teaching a hobby. Yep. Absolutely. Like, I mean, I had a trout bum phase. Not mm-hmm. nearly as long as yours. Mine was about three months or whatever. Yeah. And like, dude, I didn't get into, you knew about all the bug etymology or whatever. Yeah. And I didn't, rec- just recently, and I'm not even fishing that much anymore. I just got into it because I'm curious it's now. fascinating. And today was like, I found two stoneflies and we tied on stoneflies and I got bit on them. And that was just like, cool as can be. It works. Yep. So I don't know. I I appreciate the the fly fish teachings. I learned a lot from Ben fly fishing. Well, I, uh, I'm happy to teach, um, but this fun. Now y'all know a little bit more about me. Did you enjoy being interviewed? Yeah. I like it. Works for me. It's probably the y'all, most you talk on the hot seat next. Yeah, I think. Who do we put on the hot seat next? I don't know. Tune in next week to find out. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, y'all. We'll catch you next time.